You're listening to By Way of Dallas, a podcast about transportation, mobility, and how the way we move affects the way we live. I am your host, Hexel Colorado. Whether you're looking for free and fun activities, want outdoor exercise, or like making friends, then there's a cycling group for you. In this episode, we look at the seven cycling groups that meet every week or every month in Dallas. We'll go over where they meet, what they're like, and how to join. The full schedule is in the show notes and on our website, thisdallaslife.com. This episode, released on the first day of National Bike Month, is the first volume of active cycling groups in Dallas. Volume 2 will include additional groups, special events, and will be released later in May. Without further ado, Let's begin with the most popular bike ride in Dallas. Group number one, Critical Mass. So Critical Mass is basically just a gathering of friends. All it is is a showing that we exist as cyclists through the city. Critical Mass is a large-scale, all-wheel social ride downtown. It's for safety. It's to show that we deserve a spot in the city. You don't have to be in a car every day. It's a gathering to show we exist. One of the most passionate bicyclists you'll meet at every critical mass ride is Jose Benitez. Hi, my name is Jose Benitez. I'm known as Jose Brose. I've been riding bicycles for about 14 years, racing for about seven years. It's more than a hobby. It's more than a passion. It's it's my life. It's what I do daily. It's what I enjoy. It's what excites me. Life's all about excitement and I can't stop. Hundreds of cyclists meet at Dallas Farmer's Market on the last Friday of every month. People start gathering at 7 p.m. and the ride begins at 8. Everybody gathers there. There's beers, drinks, what we all enjoy. No registration or sign-up is required. People just show up. It's an all-wheels ride, which means you'll see almost every type of bicycle imaginable. People show up on skates. It's basically come on any type of wheels you have from the house and join us. You can even run. We have runners here every so often. It's just a show we exist. This ride is for beginners. Some cyclists carry infants and child carriers and pet dogs in bike trailers. Many people decorate their bicycles with colorful lights to maximize their visibility while cruising city streets shared with cars and other vehicles. This ride's for women, children, men, anyone who's just starting. It's a ride that's you come and you learn the basics. You know, it's safety first, wear your helmets, lights, take care of yourself. And as you ride, just you learn. So the bike, it doesn't matter what you, you can have a tricycle, bicycle, a scooter. Jose was in the Dallas cycling scene long before Critical Mass came to Dallas. And he was part of the original group that got it started here. So Critical Mass actually started in other cities, major cities as Florida and California. In Dallas, we really didn't have a gathering or anything. But as we saw the cities growing in other states we wanted to be the same critical mass started with about 15 16 riders and we rode for about a year that way so all cities do it at the same time they all coincide eight o'clock last friday of the month so we've been doing this for the past 10 years 11 years something around there we've been gathering as friends and over the years it has got to a size of about five to six hundred riders I asked Jose if he could identify the tipping point when Critical Mass went from a few cycling buddies into a major event, hundreds of cyclists strong. That's the thing. When Critical Mass changed, it was, I guess you can say it was more of a surprise. We never expected it to change that big. And as for the groups that were there, there's so many. There's just Marcus Gillespie. He's one of one of my best friends. They're junior... Belmonte, Junior Belmonte, he's one of our great friends. He's one of the OG writers and everything. He's been there since the very beginning. We have Pops. He, you know, he's he works at Red Star. He was there at the very beginning. We have quite a few people that started this ride and were there every day. I'm talking about 
Every last Friday, we were there in zero degree weather. The friendships that were gained, you can't explain how something grows when it's natural. When it's natural, it just happens. And you don't question it. All of the groups featured in this episode take turns leading critical mass each month. And in Dallas, it just has grown to a point where it's almost uncontrollable without a group. So there's groups now that lead critical mass that have, you know, blockers, riders. They make sure everybody's together. Over a decade of community building has resulted in a safe and protective cycling culture. When someone accidentally falls down, someone calls biker down to bring the entire mass to a halt. A protective barrier of bicycles and people forms around the fallen cyclists to give them time and space to recover. Thanks to the slow speed and natural group protection, recovery usually takes less than a minute. So one thing I noticed on the ride that really like kind of warmed my heart was the community about it. I talked to someone who had just rode in her first critical mass. Hi, I'm Alyssa Kruger. I moved here about three years ago in 2020 from Ohio, and I didn't know anyone coming here to Dallas or anything, so I kind of met friends through different activities and things. I asked what she liked the most about her first group ride in Dallas. She described being impressed by the protectiveness of the cycling community. And there were so many people that were like yelling directions or these different people stopping to like hold up traffic. And I just felt like there were so many people within the organization that were just taking lead and just protecting all of the riders. And I was like, wow, this is like a community that really cares about the rest of the community. And so I thought, I was like stoked about that. They seem very protective of the group and they want to just make sure everyone's safe and having a good time. And so I thought that was really, really cool. Critical Nass is a delightful way to see parts of the city that most people never otherwise visit. While every ride begins downtown at the farmer's market, each month explores a different adjacent neighborhood. So it was kind of like, wait, I could actually ride to Design District, to Uptown, to Deep Ellum, like all in one ride in like less than an hour and it would be easy, which you wouldn't think because you're always driving in the city. So I think those two things were kind of shocker or like things I thought in my head as I was riding. An unexpected side effect of the group ride was a change in Alyssa's perspective on the city's diversity. This is a group that doesn't seem to be like one type of person. Like I see a lot of different varieties of people within their styles, within just like the people they are. And I haven't talked to all of them, but you can just tell that it's a huge diverse group, which I would think that a lot of groups within Dallas or just any city, they're like a little bit more secluded or like, okay, if I go there, I'm probably gonna see that type of people. But the cool thing about this group is just people who are passionate about, I think, community. So to recap, Critical Mass, Social Downtown Ride, monthly on last Friday, gather at Dallas Farmer's Market at seven, roll out at eight, all ages, all skills, and all wheels welcome. And so I've got to mingle and meet some of the community here and they're all great, super friendly, super welcoming. And so I, they've all already invited me. They're like, you should come to the next ride. It surprises me at the size that it has got. It's amazing what friendships it's brought together. The bicycle is the simplest form of happiness. These next two groups are for the ladies. For men like me, we might be lost on why it's important to have cycling groups geared toward women, but the value that female groups provide is real. I came here and I used to bike all the time in Ohio and I love biking, but 
I've been here for three years and didn't know anyone with a bike and I didn't want to bike alone being like a young female. My friend, I found out that she goes biking all of the time at all these different group events and she makes friends and all this stuff. And I said, okay, I'm down. Group number two, Tits Tuesdays. So this bike ride is called Tits Tuesday. It is an acronym time in the saddle. It is historically a women-only ride and then they wanted to open it up so it is a women-led ride but encouraging women to get on bikes is still very much a part of this ride. It meets at the Lakewood Whole Foods on Tuesday. Rain or shine unless it's like downpouring. <laughs> they gather weekly on Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. at the Whole Foods store in the Lakewood neighborhood. After gathering, Tits roll out at 8. It's definitely, I would say beginner, maybe not like true beginner, but an introductory social ride for sure. 8 to 10 miles an hour and 10 to max 15 miles. So yeah, it's a, a women-friendly, beginner-friendly ride in East Dallas. Cyclists and Tits take turns leading each Tuesday ride. I spoke with Becca, who recently led Tits Tuesdays for her first time. Hi, my name is Becca Kornblum and I'm a cyclist here in Dallas. I grew up in suburban Fort Worth. I went away for school, but I lived without a car the first year after I graduated college. So 2015, 2016, that year, I navigated a different city without a car. And it really, it opened me up, my eyes up to like how people get around without driving, but also the community of biking and like how many fun social bike rides there are in the advocacy side. So I guess I've been cycling to use that word since 2015. I've lived in Dallas since 2018. So Dallas is my home and I plan on staying and I want to make Dallas the best that it can be. I asked Becca to describe the style of riding people can expect on Tits Tuesdays. I also asked her to describe her process for planning the route for the group. I wanted to choose a route that I found interesting. The ride starts in East Dallas. It can go wherever, but I wanted to stay kind of where I live. My first ride, I did about 10 miles through Bryan Place, Junius Heights, like kind of everything east of 75. And I actually asked a few people on that ride, like as I was riding, I was like, this is my first ride. Everyone was really supportive. Like, what do you want in a ride? <laughs> and one person was like, I want to see a view, like either at the top of a hill or a view of the city or a view of the sunset or something like that. So I tried to work that in. Some people like speed or thrill. So I know some rides try to catch like a downhill really fast. And yeah, so they want to have fun. They want to see cool things. They want to talk to people. And it's always got to end at a fun place. So I had it end at Bryan Street Tavern. It's a typical place for the Tits Tuesday ride. It can end at really any bar or any location that the leader wants to. Bryan Street's always really welcoming to us. So that's where I chose to end it. Respectful cyclists of all genders are welcome to participate in Tits Tuesdays. By being women-led, this group provides a fun, safe community for female-identifying cyclists in an otherwise male-dominated sport. So cycling is definitely male-dominated. <laughs> and I think historically, more exclusive and it seemed like it was only for like rich white men <laughs> like if you go to white rock lake and you see the bikes that are going 20 something miles an hour around the lake is people with five thousand i'm assuming i could be way off here five thousand dollar bikes the full kit the gear the garmin you know, and that's intimidating, and it and it's a high barrier to entry. Author Jeff Speck coined the acronym WAML, spelled W-A-M-I-L, in his book Walkable City to describe the stereotype of cycling being a purely recreational activity for white affluent men in Lycra. Sure, that. 
<laughs> I think that's correct. I didn't know that acronym. Yeah, so historically, psych has felt exclusive to a lot of people. And I am, I'm a white person, and so at least I didn't have that barrier. But I am a woman, and I, it is a male-dominated sport. So TITS is exclusively a women-led. It not only gets women on bikes, but it teaches them how to design a route and lead a group around the town. So I'm a more confident rider because I've been welcomed in, and it makes a difference. Becca describes the impact TITS Tuesdays has had on her social life. The goal of mine last year, 2022, I really wanted to, to lead a social ride. I really wanted to lead TITS. And... I think I posted it on the Facebook group, like, hey, I'm interested in leading, how do I sign up? And they were like, oh my gosh, here's the link, like, <laughs> here's the calendar, pick a date, super supportive, you know, they helped me, like, they're like, oh, you should create an event so you can promote it, and you should message the whole group so that people know, and because I mentioned it was the, my first time leading, Hexel, you were there, a lot of people came out and supported me in that, and kind of gave me tips on, like, projecting my voice, and being confident, and keeping the group together, and setting a good route, and I mean, just, like, very supportive group of people, and group of women, and I am a more confident rider because of the other cyclists around me. I've made amazing friends, and also just had a lot of good times on on the tits ride group number three femme pedal hi i'm gretchen allen i'm just a cyclist and we run the femme pedal group it is a ladies only group we all lead take turns and we meet at baylor we have usually 10 to 20 people that show up for rides femme pedal meets weekly on thursdays at 7 p.m while its counterpart tits tuesdays is a women-led ride open to all genders femme pedal is a private club providing a safe space for female identifying cyclists we'd love to have new people that's why we have this group it's for people ladies to feel safe to come out and ride and not be judged they can you know express their concerns we try to teach them safety on the bicycle and out on the road it's just a really encouraging group we love it visit the facebook group for femme pedal linked in the episode note and on our website thisdallaslife.com and we don't really advertise publicly where we meet because it's private but the facebook group you just have to answer some quick questions and then you can find out all the information once we approve your request to join as mentioned earlier in this episode different cycling groups in dallas take turns leading the critical mass on the last friday of every month when i spoke with gretchen for this podcast femme Badal was getting ready for their turn leading critical mass. This is our second year to lead critical mass. Kind of nervous, but I think it'll be fun. I asked Gretchen what women may need for their first meetup and what they can expect during the ride. So we are mostly on the road around Dallas. So good tires for cruddy Dallas streets. My rule of thumb is, is if you can make a loop around the lake in 45 minutes to an hour, that's about 10 miles an hour, then you'll be fine. If you can't do it, then you need to practice a little bit because we do have some experienced riders. It's very social, but we do need you to be at least 10 miles an hour, 10 miles before you can hang with us. Like many people featured in this podcast, Gretchen learned about Femme Pedal by word of mouth at another cycling event. Well, I found Femme Pedal through a friend of a friend on another social group ride. I just showed up. I didn't know a soul. And the ride leader was super friendly and super nice. And we just got to talking and she's like, oh, you should come lead a ride. I didn't know what I was doing, but she just nurtured me and taught me how to do it. And that's kind of what we do in our group is we nurture other leaders and make women feel more comfortable out on the road. And so here I am, I don't know, two years later, leading critical mass. What the heck? 
debunking the assumption that you need to be a hardcore cyclist before joining a social ride. Gretchen describes being just a beginner when she joined her first group ride. Oh yeah, totally. I was new. I think my first social ride was with Tits, and that's a women-led group. And I, again, showed up, didn't know a soul, and I met people, and I was new, and I wasn't a very good cyclist, but I saw other people that were doing it, and I thought, you know what, if they can do it, I can do it. So that instilled this fire, and I wanted to meet more people, and I just started cycling all the time that I could. Every time I could, I was out. I asked Gretchen about any fond memories she has had with Vempedal. Wow, there are so many fun memories, but I think one of my very favorite ones was just a beautiful small group, and then we ended up on a patio, and we all were just chatting and going around the circle and getting to know one another, and that is just such a lost art. I think with women, we try to one-up each other, and there was none of that. It was all encouraging, and it's still that way to this day. We all just want to get to know you and encourage one another. It's a safe place. You can gripe and moan about your boyfriend, your girlfriend, and, you know, we, we love you anyway. It's just, I don't know, the bike community in Dallas, especially among women, is like none other. The next two groups meet on the same night in Deep Ellum, down the street from each other. You meet up at a bar, CBC, which that's the watering, fo- watering hole for all cyclists in Dallas. If you ever just want to meet anybody, show up to CBC, 7 o'clock, you'll find a cyclist there. Group number four, Shifty Freewheeler. Miso Ryu is my name, and everyone knows me as Miso. Indeed, everyone does know Miso. You'll see her at Critical Mass, Hangover Riders, Tits Tuesdays, Dallas Bicycle Tours, and impromptu group rides that she organizes. Shifty Freewheelers is one of the regular rides that she leads. Shifty Freewheelers, our regular ride is on Monday nights. And currently, we're meeting here at Cold Beer Company, which happens to be kind of the favorite watering hole for a bunch of us cyclists because they're very friendly toward cyclists. We can bring our bikes into the patio. They're very welcoming of us. So we meet here on Monday nights for our regular weekly rides. And we people start meeting here around 7 o'clock, and we try to roll out by 7.30, but usually we end up rolling out around 7.45 p.m. And the speed, it's slightly faster than your run-of-the-mill social ride. We will go usually between 11 to 13 miles per hour. So we've been trying to push it a little bit so that it would be just a hair faster than the typical social rides, but a little more leisurely than, let's say, the training rides and definitely Monday Mash. Aside from the slightly faster pace, Shifty Freewheelers is very similar to other social rides you'll find in Dallas. I asked Miso about how she got started with the cycling scene in Dallas. I'm trying to remember the first group ride I ever did. It might have been with one of the local bike shops. I know I did the Trek Christmas Lights ride 2019. I think I also did one with Red Star Bicycles. As I mentioned earlier, Miso has participated in a lot of bike rides. And then I also found out about the Eastside Taco Ride. So I did that a couple of times. And all of this happened before COVID. And then, oh, and I had also gone to several critical mass gatherings. I can't remember which was the first one, but I probably have an Instagram post about it. We never did figure out what her first group ride was. But that was all before COVID. And I did have a couple of cruisers and then a folding bike, but I did not ride them very much. 
And then COVID happened. So then I started riding my bicycle all the time. But all the organized group rides were canceled. It was through the pandemic that she became the frequent organizer that we know today. So I started organizing my own small group rides among my friends that had bicycles. And we would meet and just cruise around Dallas when and there were no cars. And then it got a little bit bothersome for me because everybody would depend on me to organize these rides and ask, oh, where are we meeting? Who's coming? Where are we ending up? Blah, blah, blah. And so then my friends that were depending on me for the group rides I was organizing, I just invited them to that and said, hey, show up or not. It doesn't matter. And I don't have to be the one, you know, planning it. So I started with that. And then, and then met the guys that, you know, started Hangover Riders. And then the Hangover Riders started doing the unofficial last Friday of the month rides because Critical Mass was officially canceled pretty much all of 2020 and maybe even a lot of 2021. Hangover Riders is one of the bigger cycling groups that'll be featured in an upcoming podcast episode. That group rides almost every day of the week and they have a mix of social and intense bike rides. Miso did not originally start Shifty Freewheelers, but the group came under her wing when the original founder had a medical issue in the family. I went to my first Shifty Freewheelers ride in October of 2020 and I started riding with them pretty regularly. And at some point, Martin, who was one of the founders of the ride, he always led the Shifty Freewheelers ride on Mondays. His dad had a stroke, and so he ended up moving in with his parents and taking care of his dad and just started riding less and less. And so we were not having regular Monday night rides anymore. So I kind of started taking it upon myself to make sure that we were riding on Monday nights. And then he reached out and thanked me for continuing it and, you know, asked me to continue it as long as I would want to. And he appreciated my effort. So I really liked it. So I kind of continued the tradition. But we, the group had a very regular route that was pretty much ridden every Monday. And I've kind of changed that a little bit. So I don't always lead, but I will coordinate with other people to come up with different routes. Or sometimes I will co-lead or, you know, whatever. But it's a pretty casual group. We tend to be a little bit on the smaller side than some of the other group rides. But we like it that way because we can kind of do what we want. And, and then we always socialize afterward, either here or Bryan Street Tavern for their half-price pizzas or... Whatever, but it's always a good time. And we're also very welcoming and a good mix of people. Group number five, Monday Mash. Okay, so so I, I myself have a couple of groups. I lead Monday Mash, which is a very fast ride. We lead the fastest ride on Mondays. It's basically a training ride, and we like to involve every bicycle. Just know, we want you to push yourself. That is the whole focus of this Monday Mash is training. You want to push yourself to the max. So Monday Mash meets every Monday at 7 o'clock at Exposition Plaza right here in Dallas. Exposition Plaza is right around the corner from Cold Beer Company in Deep Ellum. However, it's common for Monday Mash people to arrive early and hang out at CBC with Shifty Freewheelers before their rides begin. Monday Mash does not meet here. They meet nearby at Exposition Park. They meet around 7 o'clock as well. I would send them over. I mean, they can literally, it's, you know, minutes walk from here, not even a minute's ride from here. And they roll at 7.45 p.m. But... They usually end up here at Cold Beer Company with all of us. After the ride. And the whole purpose of Monday Mash is to push yourself 
but our average speeds are from 17 to 19 miles an hour. We ride for 20 miles with checkpoints. So when I say checkpoints, the checkpoints are basically spots that we meet. So we'll go for about two or three miles. You give it your all, and that's where we all meet at the end of a checkpoint. You'll catch your breath for about 30 seconds, and then we wait for you to, you to push yourself again for another two to three miles. So the whole thing is you could get left behind, but we never make a turn without you. So you'll never get actually left behind this is the ride where if you want to race and you want to get better we're there to show you how and the only way you get better is riding with people who are better than you i'm not the fastest myself of this group ride that i created i have team members that run faster than me but that's what makes me play every day is the challenge of beating my own friends what's life without a little bit of losing you know a little bit of challenge so monday mash is that for yourself if you want to push yourself to the limit and see what you can do on a bicycle, road bike, track bike, mountain bike, I don't care what you're on. Bring what you got, but understand, we want you to push yourself. This is how you get faster. Group number six, Dallas Bicycle Tours. Hi, my name is Heather Cohen, and I'm with Dallas Bicycle Tours. Heather is a regular at Critical Mass, Shifty Freewheelers, Tits Tuesdays, Hangover Riders, and several other social rides. I started a company for local riders as well. It's kind of a, a love project, a passion project to introduce cycling to people that are traveling to Dallas. So we kind of give them a little city tour, take them around, and combine that with some history and some local art of some of our favorite sites and places. I'm a Dallas native, born and raised here, so it's important to me to showcase our city in the best way possible to those visiting and then also to any friends that would like to ride. Dallas Bicycle Tours hosts two free monthly bicycle rides, the Thai Temple Ride every third Sunday and the Right Rock Lake Ride every fourth Sunday. Both rides gather at 10.45 in the morning and roll out at 11. Like many groups in this episode, the Thai Temple Ride gathers at Cold Beer Company in Deep Ellum every third Sunday. So the Thai Temple Ride, we ride to one of the Buddhist temples in Dallas off of Stoltz Road. It's a 12-mile journey to the temple. The group rides on the Santa Fe Trail, White Rock Lake Trail, and the White Rock Creek Trail to reach the Buddhist Temple in Northeast Dallas. Every Sunday, the Buddhist Temple has a public outdoor market of Thai and Lao food. All the proceeds go to the there and you can get anything from sticky rice to bone noodles to a fish like you can get amazing food there it's cash only and all the proceeds are benefiting them and what they do and everything's like locally made and it's a great cause after a delicious lunch the group makes a reverse journey back to their starting point Side note, if you want to avoid biking 12 miles back to Cold Beer Company, you can bring your bicycle on the train at the Dark Forest Lane Station, which is practically next door to the Buddhist Temple. The other Dallas Bicycle Tour that Heather organizes is the White Rock Lake Ride every fourth Saturday. The White Rock Lake Ride gathers at the Bike Works parking lot on Lothar Road at 1045 Sunday morning and rolls out at 11. The trail ride around the lake is approximately 10 miles. I asked Heather about how she started cycling. Like many people, the pandemic was a big reason why Heather started spending more time in the saddle. Okay, so I would have to say that I was not a big cycler. I'm more of a volleyball player. And I got into cycling during, like before COVID, maybe about a year before COVID. And I was just doing it for fun as an activity to do with my boyfriend so that there was something we had in common to do together. And then what actually happened is, during COVID, we wanted to be social, but we still wanted a social distance and we wanted to exercise. And so we started seeing a couple people or a couple posts here and there. And then before you knew it, we had about six or seven of us just riding together on Tuesday nights and social distancing, of course, around White Rock, like doing this White Rock speed lap loop. 
And one of the main people is one of the main people in the bike scene that's encouraged me a lot and a lot of other riders and connected us all. And his name is Joel Shakespeare. And he's also great on repairs. But he's just a really cool person that kind of brings people together in the biking community. And so he started riding with us. And because of riding with him and my boyfriend, my riding improved once I had better riders to push me. And then my knowledge about cycling and different routes and different like things that you need to know and tools you need to have. Joel was just a great first resource for that. And then out of us meeting Joel, we met all these other bike groups. And that's how we know about all the rides. It's just this amazing community, family, you know, and one of my favorite stories is always like the fun festive rides. Like if you're invited to be in a parade or you can just make somebody's day by being on a on a bike and giving them beads or dressing up in a funny outfit. It's just amazing. In addition to hosting these two rides for free, Dallas Bicycle Tours also offers $20 bike rentals. You can visit their website, dallasbicycletours.com, to read about and purchase tickets for special tours such as their Debellum, Downtown, and Fair Park Tour. Dallas Bicycle Tours also offers $20 bicycle rentals for Critical Mass. And leading Critical Mass had to be one of the biggest highlights for Dallas Bicycle Tours and myself and my business partner because we just, we're a very small group and to just look behind you and just see everyone smiling as you're setting off fireworks over a bridge in Dallas is pretty epic. Group number seven. Bike Friendly South Dallas. Hi, I'm Takesha TK Hobbs. Most people call me TK, and I am the current president of Bike Friendly South Dallas. My name is Ashley Fletcher, and I am the founder of Bike Friendly South Dallas and currently the executive director. First things first, what is Bike Friendly South Dallas? We are a nonprofit, 100% volunteer. Everything that we do, we have volunteers, or we get from grant money, generous donations. And we were unique in that we have a WeCycle Resource Center, which is an actual structure which operates on more or less like a retail shop, even though we don't like to say that exactly. We teach indoor and outdoor bicycle riding, how to ride in our community, because as you know, North Dallas is different from South Dallas when it comes to road infrastructure. Bicycle riding in Dallas is, is needed. It's encouraged. I love that the residents support us. We never get honked away. We always get the friendly honks. And so that's why we're here. We're here to, you know, grow the community, get more butts on bikes, and really know that riding bikes is good for your mind, your body, and your soul. And more importantly, it's good for our environment. There are four main things that Bike Friendly South Dallas does in the community. First is their weekly Saturday morning bicycle ride. Every Saturday, wheels down at 10 a.m. We'll start at the WeCycle Resource Center again, located at 1616L Lipscomb Way. For those wondering if you heard that correctly, the resource center is called WeCycle, and it's spelled with a double. And we have various routes that we go around. Our route coordinator and WeCycle Resource Center Director of Operations, Mr. Stan Harris, Oh, usually, depending on the crowd, he'll determine whether we'll go to Bonton Farms or we'll, we'll ride around the Fair Park or go out to just any of the, the beautiful areas here in South Dallas. You know, the gyms that many people don't know even existed here. They've lived here all their lives and until they come on one of our, our bike rides, they, they didn't know that a lot of the great resources here in sunny South Dallas that we have. The weekly Saturday morning ride is an opportunity to explore places with cultural significance in Dallas. So before I started volunteering with this organization, I did not know that there's so many historical landmarks around here. 
there's a house where Ray Charles lived, where he where he wrote one of his most famous songs. And I think it's featured in the Ray Charles movie with Jamie Foxx. So we have a, a ride that we do. We call it our Black History Ride or our Juneteenth Soul Roll, where we, we visit many of those historical sites. The Ray Charles House, Juanita Craft. We'll visit Fair Park. We'll visit the wonderful South Dallas Cultural Center, who has so many enriching programs. So there's just so many wonderful sites, historical landmarks, just beautiful things to see. Being seen riding together as a group on local streets in the neighborhood is an act of advocacy unto itself. And the most beautiful thing about riding in South Dallas is the people. You know, we get so many people that's just happy to see us on rides. They'll ask when we ride, when they can join us, or sometimes we'll run into a group of cyclists and they'll just just hop on and, and roll with us. The second thing they do is workshops and special events in partnership with other cycling groups and local nonprofits. You know, my girl Becca Kornblum, shout out to her. She is reigniting the Dallas Bicycle Coalition and she actually is going to come out and ride with us in June, I believe, for our Juneteenth ride. Because not only is she wanting to get input from everybody, she's actually wanting to come out and ride these rides and ride these routes and kind of compare it to where we are kind of with the Dallas bicycle plans. Next month is May, which is National Bike Month. So we do things like community engagement. We'll really go around to other bicycle events and um, we allow one of our partners, which is Bicycle Customs, myself, to really advertise biking and really talk to people about why they ride bikes. The third thing they do is give away donated bicycles to those who can't afford to buy a new one. Yeah, well, we have a surplus of bikes right now that are up for, you know, either through our Earn a Bike program. So if you don't have a bike and you want to ride with us, you can earn a bike by either volunteering. You can either, if you have mechanical skills, we can always, again, I can't stress this enough, use volunteer mechanics. The fourth thing they do is repair bicycles at their WeCycle Resource Center. So we got bikes, we got tools. And if you want to get involved, just come in and hit us up through our website. You can go through the Contact Us page or again at come in, visit us. We're there Tuesdays through Fridays, 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. and most Saturdays, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. 1616 L. Lipscomb Way. We do minor maintenance and repairs on bicycles. So we are not a bike shop. So I, I always like to encourage people to go to bike shops when they need something major done to their bike. But we can teach, you know, how to do simple things like how to fix your tire when it's flat and how to maybe make some adjustments to your brakes and things like that. Bike Friendly South Dallas is a nonprofit that can always use volunteers and donations. We're 100% volunteer based. Any proceeds that we get is out of the, the generousness of donations or whatever we get from the, the bikes that we've rehabbed. So we just need volunteers, mechanics. You know, again, it's a semi fully equipped bike shop, so we can always use mechanics. We can always use people to help out with events such as the bike rodeo or the community outreach events. I asked Ashley to describe the history of how Bike Friendly South Dallas got started. Bike Friendly South Dallas started as a bicycle hobby for me. At the time, I was laid off of my job and I needed something to do. And so I started riding my bike in the South Dallas community at the time. And I liked it. I like how the residents and the people that were in the surrounding area cheered me on and called it, you know, oh, you're working out, you're having fun and all of this good stuff. And so as I continued to do that, I would schedule Saturday bike rides and just would meet at different places. And after doing so, I saw the success and I saw the need of mobility 
mobility freedom and how it was really encouraged to get more butts on bikes. And by the way, that's my slogan. I'm the one came up with it. More butts on bikes. And so in 2016, 2017, we formed as a board and the board, our board of directors, you know, came together and we would start doing things like popping up in the community. And what a pop up means is we would get tools and we would get all of our supplies and equipment and we would just pop up at a park, at a recreation center, wherever we were allowed, because at one time we were kicked off a church parking lot. But anyway, one of the churches that are that's local, it's called Cornerstone Baptist Church, got a chance to see us and said, hey, we like what y'all are doing. Can you show up to an event? And we showed up to that event and it was so successful that the church said, hey, what is it that y'all need? And we said, we need a building. And so they gave us a building, which is located at 1616 Owl Way in Dallas, Texas. And so that's where we operate out of at our WeCycle Resource Center. One of the things I admire about TK and Ashley is how they are motivated by both recreation and community advocacy. TK described how a fatal accident spurred her into action. Like most people, I rode as a kid, but then as an adult, you know, you learn to drive and then you don't ride a bike as much, especially in an area like Dallas-Fort Worth. Although TK spends the majority of her time working and volunteering in Dallas. She lives in Grand Prairie. So there's no public transportation out there. So, you know, just started riding as an adult, met a friend, picked it up. He was a road cyclist, got me into that. Then I joined the Iron Riders Dallas Cycling Club. And unfortunately, we lost a member shortly after I joined to a crash on the road in in Cedar Hill. Kelvin Middleton lost his life to a a drunk driver. He was training for Hotter in Hell, the big bicycle event. And he was on the road one early Sunday morning. He did everything right. He had the lights stopped properly on the side of the road and unfortunately he lost his life and that got me into the advocacy piece of it and from there the Iron Riders president put me in contact with Ashley Fletcher who gave me some pointers on just advocacy the advocacy piece of cycling and Ashley convinced me to become a league certified cycling instructor through the American League of Cyclists and from there I guess I just got bit by the advocacy bug and I've been with these guys ever since. Seven days in a week, seven active cycling groups in Dallas. This was just volume one, and we're just getting started. Follow our podcast for more episodes celebrating National Bike Month with more cycling groups and resources. See episode notes on our website, thisdallaslife.com, to find the full calendar of events mentioned in this episode. Before we finish, we have a special message to any planners listening to the podcast. I asked every group leader to share what they want transportation planners and policymakers to know about cycling in Dallas. Here's what they had to say. I would want the roads to feel safe for walkers, honestly, for pedestrians. Like that's the lowest level that every road, if we want cyclists on it, then pedestrians need to feel safe on it. That means making the streets smaller, lowering the speeds, and giving more space to bikes and people walking. I wish they would involve more cyclists into creating bike lanes. That's the problem with the city. They don't know what happens in the streets as a cyclist. They just make the path saying, oh, this is going to be perfect for them. They just base everything on cars because that's all they do. They want to make the lanes big enough for the cars and they don't give us any area to ride. It's how quick can we move this car and not how safe can we keep this cyclist. You have to see what it's like to sit next to a car. You have to experience to see what it's like when a car is doing 40 miles an hour right next to you. It scares you every day that a car could run you over because they don't care about you. They have to come and see what it's actually to ride, what benefit it is also to ride every day, how you feel every day. So if the city could create a bike lane and look at Austin, look at even our own Fort Worth, 
Fort Worth has bike lanes that are perfect for their city. If we could create something in that manner, that would be amazing. A lot of times, if you actually get in a separated bike lane, they're covered in trash, broken glass, and broken plastic, and it's never cleaned up. We've all seen those trucks that clean, you know, roads, but I've actually never seen cleaning trucks that focus on those protected bike lanes. I've never seen that. So usually I avoid them because I don't want to get a flat. I think that's pretty simple. I mean, try to look at these things from the perspective of a cyclist, from the perspective of a pedestrian, right? They need to do that for bike lanes. They need to do that for trails. When most people think about cycling, they think of like the road cyclists with the kits and, you know, the tights and the helmets and things like that, just as fun, right? But here in South Dallas, it's an alternate form of transportation, like literally. Some people don't own a car, right? We want to make it as equitable as possible, get as many different types of cyclists as you can, because not everybody's riding for fun, you know? So we want to make these roads safe for everyone, whether they're riding for fun, whether they're the road cyclists, or whether they're they're the people that, that need to get to work using these roads, you know, on, on their bike. Bicycling is not going anywhere, so why not encourage it? Why not increase riding mobility and freedom? Why not encourage a healthy lifestyle? Why not encourage affordable transportation and things like that? This is something that has happened since before the 1900s. With us being such a big, diverse community, let's come together and let's just see, hey, what's a way that we can make bicycling better for our future, for our kids and our grandchildren? Because bicycling is here forever. I want to give a special thank you to the people who made this episode possible by contributing their voice and perspective. In order of appearance, Jose Benitez for Critical Mass and Monday Mash, Alyssa Kruger, Becca Kornblum for Tits Tuesdays, Gretchen Allen for Femme Pedal, Miso Ryu for Shifty Freewheelers, Heather Cohen for Dallas Bicycle Tours, TK Hobbs and Ashley Fletcher for Bike Friendly South Dallas. This podcast is a production of This Dallas Life, an online publication focused on Dallas urbanism. You can subscribe to our weekly digest at thisdallaslife.com. This podcast was created by me, Hexel Colorado, with help from Angela Tran and Connor Hola. Thank you for listening to By Way of Dallas.